0: Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt
1: Show. The talking shirt. Shirt Show. The talking shirt. Shirt Show. The talking shirt. Shirt Show. All right. Episode 194 of Shirt Show. We're talking with John from We Make Shirts in Wisconsin. Let's go. What up, sexy? Hey,
2: man. What's going on? Is it cold there with the hood and the hat and everything? Oh, I mean, it's not warm. Sun shining, but it's warm. The high
1: today is 44.
2: That's not so bad.
1: No, I just like having the hood on and it like keeps my ears warm and, you know, keeps you me know? all cozy. You look hard as fuck. I usually am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, we had a. We had an SNL.
1: We did. Went pretty we did. good. Even though we had no plan, we just fucking sure show style, just won it.
2: Well, that's what they say is, um, you know, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Right. And we have to, we have to adopt that to something else because that's like, if you have a plan. So.
1: But we fail to plan to succeed, right?
2: Yeah, we didn't. Pe- yeah, people don't plan to succeed; they succeed in <laughs> sure not planning and not planning. Yeah,
1: and that's what we do.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, it was fun. It was cool because we just got on and we shot the shit, and we brought in some buddies and we talked about real things. And it, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, we're gonna do another one. We'll tweak a couple things and we'll. uh keep them going
2: yeah for sure um and it'll only get better
1: yeah i think you know every everybody's first time's a little sloppy
2: yeah um so there's that and that's every sunday when are we doing it it's at eight o'clock
1: central nine o'clock eastern
2: what time would it be in if you were in colorado
1: i don't know what colorado is is that central
2: i think it's mountain
1: is that mountain time Oh. Oh, that'd be what seven o'clock
2: yeah can you clear your throat a little louder for me right quickly?
1: into the microphone
2: yeah that's, that sounded great
1: <laughs>
2: you're um the in colorado it would be seven p.m and what happens if you're in six or, or, i want to say this word right um west coast or, oregon oregon i think that's yeah. what we were told to Pacific six o'clock to. six o'clock yeah six Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're in Hawaii? Dude, if why?
1: <laughs> you can do all fifty? Jeez.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens if you're in Hawaii? You gotta we, we're trying to get you we don't, details. We here.
1: won't do it to, to Hawaii.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I just have to suck it up.
2: Okay. Well yeah, we, we did it. It was fun. Um every coming out with us, Instagram Sunday.
1: live, uh nine yeah. o'clock eastern on Sundays. And uh your comments and you know, your what you say matters because we look at it and
2: mm-hmm. maybe we'll
1: bring you in. We're talking about doing some giveaways where we give away some cool shit. So yeah, we
2: have some some really cool shit. Getting right. ready to come in our way.
1: Right. Like multi-day used underwear,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, perfectly seasoned.
2: Yeah. Uh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, And um, so, yeah, that's that. What do we have? What's next? Oh, it bippaged up. Is that what we call it? Bipped up. Bipped up? Yeah, bipped up over here. Less bip. Less bip or more bip.
1: Well, we were on the phone yesterday and you said you had a large order confirmed.
2: Yeah. I think it was, wasn't it seven shirts or eight? I can't mm-hmm. remember.
1: Yeah, it's a good size order.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, for us, you know what I'm
1: saying? Right.
2: Chad, take that part out. That's like such a terrible thing to <laughs> say. <laughs> Please. Nope. That's Leave stupid. It that's so stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you know, it's one of those where you love to get because, you know, we talk about larger orders, like, like pallets type of thing, yep. that it yep. becomes difficult logistically, you have to move it around. And it's just, and so that's kind of what it is. And what's great about that is that it comes in and then it it, you know, you run that order for days or whatever, and then all the other orders get to pile up and stack up and then you have stuff to do after it. You know what I'm saying? Just one of those perfect things that this time of year I was, what was it? Um, Somebody, somebody just uh, posted that their second half of February, most of their business in February comes from the second half. And I think that's true. I think that we, uh, unlocked and turned on the lights here on Monday this week and everything just started like it was there's a lot yep. going on and so it feels really good it feels really really good you know how it when you're when you're slow that January slowness and when you're in it you know you can think about it and you be like oh yeah we're slow in January but when you're in it a day feels like a week and a week feels like a fucking month and, you know yeah. it just feels long mm-hmm. and so when you when it's over you're like well thank god let's just print some shirts i mean my my gosh that's what we like to do that's what that's why we started this whole thing
1: it's mm-hmm. fun is it order a fun order or is it like yeah fucking front back both sleeves
2: <laughs> it's just front back but when you uh i saw this th- somebody posted this thing yesterday in discord of somebody printing Um, a hoodie over the pocket of the hoodie. And you know what they were doing? Have you ever done this? I have never done it. They were lifting the pocket, both sides of the pocket and then spraying adhesive and then sticking the pocket down to the, to the hoodie, like to itself. And then printing over the whole, like the whole pocket,
1: not just like a little I believe it's doable. It's just gross.
2: I wonder what it feels, I guess after you wash it, then it's fine, but. You would have
1: to, in my opinion. mm
2: It's missed, like they weren't spraying webbed aren't web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it comes to
1: the point too, if you're doing something like that, what's the first impression for the customer? Like, are they getting crusted pockets shut or are they getting it? Like, are you washing it before they get it? Because there are some shops that have washing machines.
2: It's true, I doubt they're washing it. It's probably like this, it probably goes down like this. Hey, you want us to print over the pocket? That's brutally difficult, but we have a way. We're gonna spray in there as long as you're cool with it this is how we're gonna do it yeah that's what i would tell them i'd set expectations
1: yeah. you know what i'm saying take it, take it to the laundromat <laughs> yeah. wash 100 hoodies
2: mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah it's just feels good feels mm-hmm. really good on the inside and out
1: yeah there's some stuff going on here um i have my whiteboard behind me that i wrote a bunch of things that i want to try to get done that are more like marketing and uh, mm-hmm. Things that I just need to work on, but <clears throat> I don't know. That was something I kind of want to talk about in the episode today. It was just like, how do you stay motivated? Um. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see when we get there, I guess.
2: Okay. Okay. Drugs usually, right? I mean, usually, usually,
1: yeah. Coke and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Keeps you going. Yeah.
2: What's with the, no, don't take the hood down.
1: Do you want me to leave the hood on? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Do there like you green go. riding hood?
2: There you go. Let's talk you know what? about yeah. Okay. What? What? I
1: was no. gonna say my favorite hoodies are the hoodies that have the extra sewn in section, so it's not like a point.
2: Is that what that you one is? Yeah, it's got that like extra row oh. in the middle. Mm-hmm. Fits your head so good. You don't look like such a cone head. Not like it's tight. More... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. It's a nice I hoodie. Like I like this one. You want to talk about spring break? Sure. Okay. Goes on sale. What, a week and a half? Whoa, whoa, whoa. When this, so when this airs, when this comes out, it's, well, let's just say it like this. It, they're available. Tickets go on sale this Friday.
1: <laughs> so you're listening Friday? to this episode. It's this Friday, March 1st.
2: Yeah. Friday, mm-hmm. March 1st, this Friday.
1: Also today, again, this is like a week ahead, but today for us in real life, the mm-hmm. Shirt Show merch store is is up because we had oh. one for a while took it down, whatever, didn't care. Now we have it up again because we have some shit from events and we have stuff that we've just had sitting around and we're going to put up new right. stuff. Right. So if you want to support us, go to shirtshowofficial.com or our Instagram link tree
2: mm-hmm. and
1: go to go to our merch and buy a shirt or two right. or a sticker. And
2: if you want to come to camp, then what you want to do is, by the way, camp is, if you haven't heard, it's at M&R in Roselle, Illinois, uh, where it's in their showroom. And here's how it's going to go down. So day one, you, um, everybody arrives around um, lunch, uh, I guess, right after lunch. And we, we go on a factory tour of M&R. And, of M&R. Which and is then, awesome
1: in, in itself.
2: It's awesome in itself. After that tour, we head back to a happy hour at City Works, which is right next door to the hotel. So if you're going to, um, if you're coming to camp, you wanna you wanna um, stay at the hotel that everyone's staying at, just because of just ease, because that's where the shuttle is gonna be, that's where um, the happy hour is gonna be, and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. It's the Hyatt. Um, it's the Hyatt, and we have a, uh, um, a a good rate that we've secured that includes breakfast.
1: Yeah. So when you buy the yeah. ticket, there'll be a well and a link to mm-hmm. yeah. buy the hotel room,
2: yeah. And if let's say you go on and there aren't any rooms left, well, um message us, and we can open up some more, yeah because it was hard to guess how many people are going to need a room because sometimes there's two people to a room, we just never know, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so, and
1: we had to guarantee a block of rooms, so we didn't right. want to be on the hook to pay for rooms if people weren't going to use them, so
2: yeah, exactly. so. So yeah, um and then after the happy hour, then there's the after happy hour party. I don't know, just making that up. In my it's going to be it's going to be in your room. Mm-hmm. Uh and then uh we wake up the next day and there's a shuttle over to MNR and that's when the white ink class begins and we go from station to station and learn from the best. Uh there's a, a lunch break where we're going to have make some hot dogs. Mhm. And and then go back to um, you know, a couple of more stations. And then that's that. That's on that's on Friday. So it's April 18th yeah. and 19th, Thursday and Friday. And and after the after the camp, then you're free to go out to dinner and then hang out afterwards or do whatever you want. You know, yeah. stay in Chicago.
1: And this is a technical thing too. It's not like an intro to white ink or something. It's like we've been printing for 15 years now at upstate. And there's just things that you can learn. And Andy puts this in a dickheadish nice way. It's just like we've learned over all these years through trial and error how to print the best white. And we're sharing this knowledge with you in five stations. And it's not just like put white ink in a screen, print it, and hope for the best. It's like, you, you know... Ideally, we're using thin thread and we're and this is why. And there's print comparisons between standard and thin. And Kevin walks you through the dark room and like how to like get the best EOM, how to how to make everything work in the dark room. And then you go to Frank, who talks to you about the screen, shows you the differences. And then you go to Ray, who's going to show you on press exactly how to do it with pressures and angles and everything and getting all that dialed. And then Alex will talk to you about reclaim and making sure you have great screens to be prepared for the dark room and so on so it's this Mm -hmm. whole thing where you can come out as an owner or your you send out your management or your staff whatever and take it back to your shop and have the best possible foundation for all of your printing it's not just white it shows you how to Mm -hmm.
2: step up your game but if you don't care about any of that then just come have a hot dog yeah or you just come fuck around that too and if you don't care about hot dogs then just come for the factory tour and if yeah. you don't care about that, then just come to, for the um, happy hour. Ambiance. <laughs> right, Yeah, just to get away. Like some people just need to get away. You know, here's, what, here's the thing. This is what traveling does for me is that every time I think about traveling, I'm like, I'm super stoked, I'm, I can't wait. I buy the ticket and then the day comes and I'm like, ah, man, I'd just rather stay home. I wanna go to Costco and buy some fricking stuffed peppers, eat them and just go to bed. But then, and then I, I call you
1: from the place, and you're like, "Fuck, I'll be there in an hour."
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you get there, and once you're there, you are exposed to different things, through different yeah. food and different routines and different people, and it's always, always worth it, even if the experience is yeah. is bad, whether it's good or bad. You, it puts things in perspective, and so traveling is awesome. Side note
1: on this, though, too, is just like last time, we wanted to keep it limited because, well, we limit it to 50. Yep. Because we want to make sure that there's the right amount of people per station to be able to, like, fully engage and pay attention. Yes. So we capped it at 50 people. Last time it sold out in 24 hours. If you don't get a ticket this time, we're going to do this again we're going to do it probably a different place. We're going to share the wealth that's going to go around. We just want to do this for fun, but also to help people and share some shit. So um, if you want to go don't sleep on it. Friday, they go on sale. Try to get your tickets. And if you can't, we're sorry, but we'll see you on the next one.
2: Yes, it's true. Okay. Okay. Um, So I talked to Frank this morning, and it has been less than 24 hours that he has had surgery and he's going mm-hmm. stir crazy. He can't. He's already it. like yeah, doing push-ups. Like, he's like, okay, enough of this, not doing anything and going into work. Mm-hmm. I said, Frank, how many dogs do you have? I think he has a bunch, like a whole, whole, what do you call it? Litter mm-hmm. and just go walk the dog. Just walk the dogs. He goes, I already, I already did that. Andy I already walked the dog. <laughs> what next mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so frank we love you and so glad that you're on the other side of surgery so glad that you're going to uh, be feeling better and you know we're going to go me you and dylan we're going to go get in some bar fights like fuck yes actually when we're up in chicago at this okay so here's the thing at the at the spring <laughs> break camp frank is going to be there afterwards after the happy hour we're all going we're getting in a bar fight His shoulder's good. My back's good. We're going to rip some throats out, Dalton style.
1: Let's do it.
2: (laughs) I don't know about murdering people. I didn't say that. What the fuck? That's (laughs) the whole point. This is like 80s style bar fight. You know, you just punch each other a lot. Break bottles and throw them over, like hit them over the head with like a... Yeah, that sort of stuff. We're not like shooting or stabbing or anything.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, but I mean, you still kill somebody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can. I don't punch that... I don't punch as hard as I used to. If anybody
1: like, can help us get rid of a body, it's Frank.
2: Well, that's true. We're in Chicago.
1: He's the kingpin.
2: Yeah, that guy. Sorry, Frank. We're so sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> it all starts with a screen. Whether it's new stretches or restretches, Frank and his team do it the best. To find out more, go to graphicscreenfashion.com. F-F-F-F-F. Rank.com. Or?
1: com. The best fucking screens. The best man the best company if you don't buy your screens from frank you're a fucking idiot and we'll and we'll we will and you. we will kill you in chicago apparently <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go to jail for death threats but
2: mm-hmm. whatever worth it here's the thing uh cleaning screens is no fun but easy way makes it way more fun or their line of eco-friendly chemicals will make reclaiming screens a whole lot easier check them out at easyway.com easy way
1: it's the easiest way
2: baby mm-hmm. yeah sh- sure is baby baby Look, my guy, Nick, over at Graphics source he's a good dude.
1: <laughs> end, end of sentence.
2: That's all I have to say. Next we have. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look, Graphics is the source for production-ready digital art and remote art staffing. Go to GraphicsSource.com to learn more about what they offer and let them run your art department so you can focus on
1: finding a way to get more hugs from Nick.
2: Sure. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about bar fights, then he's going to, I hope he's up there too, because he can jump in.
1: He will definitely start some shit. Yeah.
2: Choosing the right emulsion for your shop is complicated, and that's why we love Chromaline. Go to Chromaline.com to watch Kev's vids or contact him on Instagram at the Emulsion Guru and get the answers you need. I said it right, I think, right? Yeah,
1: you just said it weird, like, you,
2: guru. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard to say, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're not using DTF or screen print transfers in your shop, you are doing it wrong. We have partnered with Howard Custom Transfers to get you the transfers you need fast. Check them out at howardct.love. Love. Yeah, dot love. Yeah, I like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if that doesn't work, go to dot com.
1: Yeah, maybe. Right. I'm going to get a tattoo today. Two, really? of them, actually.
2: Yeah. Two.
1: Tattoos, mm-hmm. two. two, 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 tattoos, T- tattoo tattoos. Z- z- mm-hmm.
2: Okay, where your face?
1: Yeah, I'm getting a <laughs> teardrop for the last time I was in Chicago.
2: <laughs> <coughs> okay, okay.
1: I'm actually getting the shirt show globe.
2: You fucking son of a bitch! You're supposed to do that together with me. I've
1: asked you to do it like six times at different events, and it never happens. So I'm willing to do it on my six own. Six
2: times might be an exaggeration, but this okay is- five unacceptable just get one save that tattoo for sure i'll get
1: that one and then it'll force you to get it because you can't fucking live a day without having the same one i have mm, i already have it it's on your whatever? asshole isn't it yeah,
2: like nice nice try but i already got it
1: it's a good place to get it
2: <clears throat> well i wanted to put it where it would be seen
1: most often <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah wow that's just so weird okay what other tattoo do you get right like what is the other one I'm you're, you're the, lying like, right now i know you are you're not getting that tattoo without me
1: yes i am that's stupid I, i'm all shaved and everything i'm ready for it mm-hmm. i'm going today i'm leaving at like four o'clock and i'm getting the leafs of lorian what's that it's from lord of the rings
2: what does it look like? How how you know big the little like
1: thing they have on their uh uh that holds their fucking cape together? Yeah. Yeah, that. Okay. I have a lot of tattoos, but I kinda wanted to try that numbing cream out that people are starting to use. Yeah. So I bought some, so I'm gonna try it out and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I would I love it'll... for it to not hurt. That would rule.
2: Oh, well, I think it will it's just a little less.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, don't, yeah. I could take it either way. I'm just saying, if it's a little less, that's sweet.
2: Yeah, nothing wrong with I a little like less
1: tattoos. I just don't like getting tattoos. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Nobody likes it, and if they tell you they like it, they're lying to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hey, bud, who we got on today?
2: D. Today we are talking shop with John Frisco from We Make Shirts in Racine, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I think we got that right. Yeah.
1: That's, I'm pretty sure that's how it's said everywhere. Yeah. What's up, dude?
0: What's up? What's happening? How you guys doing?
1: It, so, is it Wisconsin? Is it, we got to say it like that?
0: We say it Wisconsin.
1: There you go. Wisconsin.
0: That's, that's better. <laughs> right. It's more accurate. Yeah, Wisconsin.
1: All right, cool. <laughs> you What's guys up, done dude? a couple
0: shops. You done a couple shops in Wisconsin, right? You familiar?
1: I don't fucking know at this point. I don't remember yesterday, so I don't have no idea. Well,
2: there you go. Redwall, right? That's one. They're yeah. right up the road. Yeah, yeah they're right yeah. up the road.
1: And I
0: was there not that long ago, too. Yeah, that's what uh the girl yesterday was telling me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah you guys nice did another
0: there. one here, Hansen.
2: Oh, yeah. He's yeah. yeah, he's somewhere. Uh I don't really know where he is, but he's somewhere I forget. not too far. For some reason I always think of him being in Chicago, and I don't know why. I gotta maybe he's close to Illinois. I think because the it. one
1: time we hung out yeah. with him the most was at print hustlers remember we all went out to the bars afterwards
2: yeah i miss print hustlers chicago i loved it when it was there i don't know why It just just felt different
1: dude i'll be totally honest like people's names and their shop names and where they live in america i've no idea (laughs) everybody is hey dude to me if I know you more intimately, then I will know your first name and I will hang out with you. But other than well, you that. You guys do
0: so many of them. Yeah, hey, you got well, so many of them.
1: It's just that and meeting people at shows and all this of stuff. Like, I know you, like, I know who you are. I know what you do. I just, am not going to remember the specifics of things. I'm well, in the these
0: days. That. It's almost easier to remember like their, uh, you know, their Instagram profile. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, whenever yeah. I think of Shirt Kong or Andy, I think of the black background with just the white Shirt Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Which is funny so too because
1: easier. in my phone, I have to put people's like an actual photo that I find on Facebook or Instagram of them in my phone so I can remember. And Andy's is just the SK.
0: <laughs> oh yeah he does have an sk yeah. that's right that's right i don't know where i got the shirt Kong. so from, for forever
1: okay. it just is sk yeah
0: and for yeah, I got you. yeah
1: yeah you ever you ever see that meme of like uh when someone when you first meet someone and they tell you your name and it's a piece of paper coming out of a printer and immediately going into a shredder
0: <laughs> I, I never saw that meme but i, I definitely yeah. get it yeah, that's
2: get me it. 100% that meme is great for a lot of stuff but that's one of them yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah,
0: sometimes when you put someone's name in your phone you have to put a description after
2: oh for
1: sure yeah i always know shop name
0: yeah 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 yeah, like you know heather daughter lillian's (laughs) friend's mother you know what i mean so it's just six words or whatever and Mm
1: -hmm. how did you land on this company name i feel like it's got to be a hard Uh, one to get
0: oh this is a this is a good story um I, i actually haven't thought about this in a while so um, when I first started doing it, uh, it was, we you know, we had a musician, a music group, right. So I just kind of named it after the music group. And this girl that I dated at the time, um, we worked at Applebee's together and, you know, that, that was like my beginning of, of where I started to get into this like full time. And we didn't get out of work till two o'clock in the morning. And she'd always be like, well, what are you going to do after work? And I'd be like, I'm going to go print shirts and somehow she turned it into you're going to make shirts. She'd be like, John's going to go make shirts. (laughs) And at first it was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to go make the shirts. I'm just going to print them. Right. Right. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, man, that's kind of a good name. You know, we make, we make t-shirts. The only downside about it is that a lot of people think we only make Mm t-shirts. You get what I'm saying? it gets in the way of the hats and the i mean even sweaters they'll be like do you guys do sweaters by any chance of course we do so
1: yeah i feel like that's a really hard thing is coming up with a name and then people make obscure things and it's the same kind of thing of like do like what do you actually do even here just upstate merch is kind of like i get always got tied in with just people thinking it was like band merch or something and it's like like no and then i also don't want to say merchandise either because i just feel like that sounds fucking cheesy like i have gold chains on or something
0: yeah it does Um, it sounds like the streets of new york city where there's yeah like upstate (laughs)
1: merchandise you know right right uh but yeah i don't know it's just the evolution of it you know becomes whatever and so it's the same thing too like like Sticker Mule now sells like t-shirts and like all these other things, but their name is Sticker Mule. It's like sticker
0: Mule. yeah.
1: they're always going to be known for stickers, but they sell all these other things as well. So,
2: right. Well, while, while we're on this subject of our name, do you guys have mission statements also? I was listening to this thing recently and it talked about like how important they are because it defines you and it always sets like this core value of you know, what you are. And if every anything happens around you, like if you're slow, or when COVID happened, for example, as long as you <clears> knew what you were there for, and what your mission was, and what your company stood for, well, then everything's going to be fine, because that's what you do. And so, like ours used to be um, t shirts speak, what will your shirt say? And so I, like that. Um, I used to, I used to like that a lot, because I had this thing about t shirts speak, and I would Say all these different things, how they speak. You know, when you're out in public, they just they have they say things sometimes and not just in words, but like the graphic could say something, you know, about what concert you were at or all these kind of things. And people identify with that and or or maybe they don't, maybe they hate that band. And at least like you can have a conversation about that, or who knows what. But I think that if you I might change ours, though, I was thinking recently, because you know, I like your we make shirts. And you could say something like, um, it's almost like we make shirts that people like, you know, because as long as you are, m- m- you know, if you know that's what's true about yourself, right? if we if we make shit, you know, that people fucking love, then maybe I should change it to that. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm, you know, then, then yeah. you're good, you know what you do, like, no matter what, everything's going to be fine, because that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? I had Mm -hmm. a guy, I had a video guy come down here one
0: time because he was going to do some video in our shop and it it sort of fell apart. I don't don't know why. But um, he had a bunch of stuff scripted out Mm -hmm. and he came up with, um, you know, it it was the way he had it scripted out. You'd have to read it, but it was like, we make t-shirts. You don't, they don't, we do. Mm -hmm. And I think he was kind of doing that like um, in regards to maybe cricket moms and things like that you know or or competitors around the area i don't know but i kind of like that i don't personally have one though it's just we make t-shirts.net i've always i should have one
1: i've always thought about it and i've i recently was going through the thing like once a year like i do or i feel bad about myself and i feel bad about my website and then i need to go through and like redo it and add new things and i was looking at some of my friends' websites and I was like, fuck, they have like a whole about me page that talks about like, you know, like Andy's saying like mission statement and all this other stuff. And I'm like, do I actually need that though? Like, what is it, what is it accomplishing for me? Like, is it yeah? Is it just to make you feel good that like, you're like, oh, we're sustainable and we, you know, love our employees and look at all these pictures of their smiling faces when we all know in the background, like they're all fucking cutthroat and hating each other and there's drama <laughs> everywhere. So.
0: Well, um, the problem with looking at websites is you can look at 10 websites and you can say, well, this person's is better than mine. Easy. I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time.
1: The funny thing with me and I don't know, I'll ask your guys' opinion. I love websites that are very simple like very user friendly but like to the point no fluff like i really don't like websites where nowadays like i feel like as soon as you go to the website it's like the whole background is a video and there's Mm -hmm. like links on top of that and then you scroll down and it's another massive photo or a video and it's like there's just shit everywhere like i've always liked the like straight down the middle like fucking you know their name at the top or logo at the top like this is where we're going. This is what we offer. Like, this is like how you get there. And that's it. Like the next page mm-hmm. is like a portfolio. And the next page after that is like FAQ and maybe like quote information. And then that's it. Like, no, well, like what are they going to our website for? And that's the truth of it too, is like, I only look at our website maybe once a year because people just order or they go, they just email us or whatever. It's and working. it's like, like yeah, it like, works. like are sure. they going to our website every time and being like well i'm buying from you because of the aesthetic of your website and it's like no they want to go to your website to get a fucking price and then order shirts right so that's what i'm saying like how important is it to have all these like do you think that people are buying from you because they went to your about page and read your bio for a f- half an hour no or are they going yeah. to your website and they're like nope they had a quick quote everything looked really cool all of their Portfolio shirts looked really good and there was a lot of people in there. I recognized and made me feel like I could trust this place. And that was it.
2: I think. I think that um it used to be I'm not sure if it still is, but when you put a lot of words in your about and things like that, it helps for s e o right because if if you're doing a Google search or whatever and you mentioned that you do screen printing and embroidery and we started here and we we also do hats and we do sweat and like all those words in there are key right. words that are important, they're good for searches. I don't know if that's still really still true, but I'm, I agree with Probably. you that if if somebody hit you know lands on your site that most likely they're not looking around about you're about and like trying to read about you most likely once they find your website they've already like googled you know screen printers in the area or whatever and that you have a good review and then they hit your website up so they can get a quote or something they're not really yeah. doing too much research and so i'm I'm the same way our, our site's pretty simple i think though that like back to the back to this mission statement i think it's really important i think you need one i think that it needs to be simple you don't necessarily have to advertise it just so long as you know it because I think that makes for um also when you're selling, you're not really selling. You know, because Dylan, you it's cringe for you when you like you don't like selling. You're out of you're out at a restaurant or whatever, you're you know, and you see they're wearing shirts, the last thing you want to do is say, Hey, I'm Dylan. I'm from upstate merch and we you know, like we print this stuff. You don't want to, you don't you know like you don't like that. No. Nope. But if you believe in if you believe in what you do and you have this mission statement, then you're not selling. You're just, you're, you're talking about what value. You're just
1: a douche about. in real life. <laughs>
0: no. Wait, what are you, <laughs> hold on. What are you guys talking about? You're, so Dylan doesn't want to go say to a restaurant where they're wearing printed gear and then maybe offer his service to that right. restaurant. Is that what exactly. you're talking I won't do it. I won't but do it. Why? Oh God. I hand somebody a flyer every single day. I shake a hand every single day. Yeah. He, um, hey. But different strokes for different <laughs> folks, right? I mean, it, you know, but I, I'm always, I mean, even if it's, you know, Julio's roofing company and I know, hey, he's probably got like him and his brother working for him only. So maybe they need five shirts, I'm mm-hmm. still hitting them. You know, I'm hitting them. It's like, come on in, you know, we'll DTF you some hoodies up and send you. I'm
1: out. I'm not against it. It's just not for me. I feel like sure. that if I am going out in someone's space and I just instantly like, hey, buy my shit or I sell this, like, let me help you, whatever. Right. It's not the right time and place. Like they're not in the right mindset. You're probably talking to like the hostess or somebody that works there who's just like, I don't want to talk care. to you right now. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like times. whatever,
1: it's like many times. the only time I feel comfortable doing that kind of pitch is if I'm at like a party or say a bonfire or a fucking something. And we're all it's like people I don't know. And we're talking about like what we do and whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like someone's like, oh, I I do like events or something. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, I make apparel for events and I can help you out. Like just hit me up or come by the shop, whatever. Like yeah. then I'll have that conversation. But if I'm just invading someone's space and I'm like, hey, you're, not invading,
2: you're not invading their space. You actually are right. a customer. You're like you're there. But they're not
1: in the mindset right then and there to be. Sold How do you know? To. You and might, if anything, it's a turn, can turn you read off.
2: their mind. No, because you're in but, their pizza place or whatever. And you're right. like, Hey, how I noticed often, you.
1: How often do you like it when you're fucking in the zone, like doing what you got to do in the day at work and if some asshole me, comes in and is no. like, let so, me help you get faster internet. And I'm like, Hey, how about I get faster way to kick you in the fucking nuts until you to get out of my
0: shop. Like, I think that um, when it, when it comes down to like this topic, screen printing customers, Um, I think there's several ways to look at it. Uh, one thing that I do know from doing that so often is if you have a guy who's getting shirts printed from a company, he has long-term relationship with that company. It doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to get that customer. I'll give you a better price. I'll print them for you for free, right? I'll print them for you for free. Just come try us out. And no, thanks. I already got a guy, right? Mm -hmm. But now that's also speaking on like my local market, which is pretty much what we do. We're not online selling shirts for three bucks each. That might be more of a cutthroat market where it's like, oh, they could beat them by a quarter. You know, if I was to inbox one of your customers and say, hey, I'll beat Dylan's price by 25 cents and get them to you a week earlier. I don't think your customer would choose me. They'd be like, no, we do business with Dylan. We like Dylan people buy from you because they like you so i'll usually just drop a flyer just to you know just to let them know hey we're here if you need it yeah you probably don't right i don't put too much effort into it i'm not going to sit there and have you a never know the 45 so, minute but it, and to, you go, know.
1: to go back to the point of what we talked about in last episode andy where you were talking about doing the live print thing or getting in people's face mm-hmm. like you are advertising in a space and giving away something to them without asking for anything in return That's when I feel like it's like tenfold. They would want to come to you or work to you because they discovered you and they discovered the product that you're trying to sell without being sold to.
2: Here's the thing. I think that there's a distinction to be made between um, annoyingly, awkwardly selling somebody or just casually mentioning, hey, you know, I'm Dylan and, uh, you know, I print shake the hand. Yep, yeah. shake the hand and like, always shake the hand. I notice you have shirts. You ever need anything? Just let me know. It's what I do. And if they say, oh, I've got a guy I say, well, if anything, you know, if you get in a jam or if that guy happens to die, uh, then, you know, call
1: that's me. the way to do it. Yeah. Be like, hey, who does your <laughs> yeah. shirts? Well, if he if he happens to die, I'm here for you. Like I can yeah, it's like, slide into those. <laughs> does he DMs. happen to
0: be really old? <laughs> right. you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I'm saying is job, like in our,
1: in our setting, the last time this happened, we were together. We went to what, like a fucking, the diner? And it was so like, we were just getting here. ready to sit down and you were like, oh, who prints your no, shirts to the waitress? No, no,
2: no, no bullshit. So we were, uh, Dude, Alan property. Alan, Pro- it Alan Proper did, Alan that, did so. it. <laughs> yeah. So like we were in St. Louis, oh, it was for our camp. And uh, yeah. like it was either Saturday, Sunday morning or something. We went to a diner and Alan was on my turf. <laughs> and then he's from like Houston or whatever he is, Austin, I can't remember. And he hits up the the diner and I can't remember what she said. I think he gave her her card and I was like, no, 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 give me that card. And I tried to give him my card or something, yeah, but yeah. it was funny. I didn't care really, but you know, that's, I think that's a good, what's wrong with that? I think if you're just casually mentioning it, if you, if it's like 30 seconds or something, you're not annoying yeah. somebody, you're not invading the truth, their space. The, the truth is there's
1: nothing wrong with it. It just me personally makes my skin crawl because that's just who I am, but I do think that it is. I mean, it's a shot in the dark. Like, he, mm-hmm. what is the saying? You miss all the shots, shots you, don't you don't take, take or, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, I mean, you might do that to 100 restaurants and you might get two that say yes.
0: Okay. So if yeah. you want 10, you have to do it to 500 restaurants. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, mm-hmm. and I, I get it from both points of view. Um, we all have different ways that we that we do it i mean none of this at the end of the day is promised
1: oh for sure yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. you know none of it at the end of the day is promised it's what it is so and, and i don't go like ape shit on it i just you know stay consistent with it here we go yep. here we go that hostess at that restaurant you never know she could be the daughter of a pta member that yeah. is currently looking for a printer you know what i mean
1: I just think my approach and this might be wrong and some people are gonna be in one camp or the other. My approach is that I'm curating who I want to work with and who I want to talk to. And what I'm doing is I'm giving first. Like I think the best sales tool to get anybody is to give something first and then ask them the ask afterwards. Like I hate asking people right off the bat, like "I I wanna print for you, send your work my way, I wanna print for you. Whereas hey, what what I would rather do is I would rather send them a like a gift box like a swag box or something with examples in it in their size, and then like a, maybe a handwritten note or whatever, and then just mail it to them, and then be like, "Hey, I'd I'd love to talk to you. You might have somebody already, but you know I would just love the opportunity to like have the conversation with you of what is it you like or don't like about who you're currently working with. If I can offer something better than they can." Or if you're just in the need in general, like I'm here, like I would rather Um, give them something than to just be like, give me your business.
0: Have you ever, we've done swag boxes quite a bit and they actually work really well. We'll ship them out in the mail. Have you ever tried sending one to like a huge company, like say a basketball team? Really? Yeah. We sent one to a huge company that's here local. They opened it up and sent it back. It's like man, that's But the a, thing
1: is, the thing shit. is with those is you can't just make a generic ass box. Like I get those all the sure. time where it's like, I mean, I get them all the time too, from like SNS and uh, Broder and whatever, where it's just a box of stuff. And all the shirts are printed, which I kind of have a pet peeve about that too. Like the shirts that we get samples should just not be printed. Just stop doing that. And yeah. it's just random shit. And it's like, well, wh- I don't understand. Like. isn't for me obviously this is just like a promo box whatever like i Mm -hmm. like when it's specifically tailored for that person so what i'll try to do is i'll try to hit them up email or instagram or something and just say hey love your company i've been following you for a while like a like a real message and be like hey i want to send you like a you know like a gift or a swag box or something what is your size and they tell me their size. Right. But then by knowing that company and actually liking them or following them, I kind of know what they're into. So I'll send them stuff that's ours that's already printed that I I know they might like in that size. But then I'll also th- throw sure. like random cool shit in there. Like I used to have packs of like Jurassic Park cards or like if I know they're like really into aliens or they're really into like whatever, like I will th- throw a random ass toy in there or something that's like super specific where when they open the box they're like I don't really care about the shirt I don't really care about this or I might even might not even want to use their company right now but I do love this little trinket that was in here and then they put it on their desk and then the next time they have to order shirts they look down and think like oh like maybe I'll give this person a shot or if this guy just fucked me over and can't meet the turnaround I'll hit up this other guy cuz I have this stupid little alien trinket on my desk from Upstate merch sent me a year and a yeah. half ago or whatever. Like that's yeah, me shooting my shot at this yeah. point is like, yeah. like I said, if it's a handwritten note, like I know if people cringe at that of like, oh, well, I would rather type it up and make it look professional. I would rather a fucking card, like a cool, you know, like postcard or something where on the back is like handwritten, like, Hey, I love your company. I would love to work with you. Sign Dylan, hit me up or whatever. Um, yeah. I just think to me, that's like. The better it's like putting a little more thought
0: into it yeah 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 instead
1: of just like give me your business
0: (laughs) give me your money
1: yeah so anyway i know we went off the rails on that i want a quick story of how you got to where you are because you said you came from applebee's what was why did you get into printing
0: i got into printing before applebee's i got into printing um so we used to be a music group you know much younger years and we used to get shirts printed from a printer all right and um one day the guy just ghosted out on us so we had to get some shirts printed at that time called some local companies nobody wanted to take my money pretty much for you know just as little words as possible like it was so hard to order the shirts so i thought you know what i'm gonna make it myself from there just started going you know went over to get all these supplies that I needed and-
1: Did you just buy like a hobby shirt? Or did you have a press?
0: No, 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 no. I did not have a press. I didn't have anything like that. I went to Joanne Fabrics, grabbed, you know, a square of mesh, whatever it was. It was kind of like a pantyhose type material, made a screen out of two by twos and screws, stapled the mesh to the screen, Stretched it as best I could, of course, and that was my setup. Never that time. heard of that before, but I, I like it. Um <laughs> I actually I actually did that for a long time. I probably did that for like the first two years. So. by the by the time the screen thing, making screens like that had ended, I. I had printed a lot of shirts that way with with hand stretched mesh and then just stapling it on the back of a two by two square. It was pretty horrible, but it, it worked, you know, Um, most guys would look at that and they'd be like, there's no way there's no way.
1: Yeah. But you were just doing one colors, right?
0: One colors mostly. Um, it, It got into more colors than that. And were they great? Probably not, but they were good enough to sell. you know as time went on i mean the first two color job i did i i horribly messed it up it was was horrible i gave it to the customer anyway they didn't say anything i mean this is 10 years ago um i knew it was wrong at the time you know but i i legitimately tried my best they thought they were great at least they said they did they never came back (laughs) if that was a sign but at that time, I I was not. This was not a, a a plan to go into business making shirts, right? You know, at that time, it was just about more or less something to do, a little bit of extra spending money. I had no idea at that time.
1: Yeah, you were also just filling a need yeah. that you that you had for the band or whatever too that you were trying to get your shirts. Yeah, in. that
0: was way that was way early. Like when I was making our Ena car shirts, that was what the band was called. Um, that was way early in time. So that was before I would offer printing to anybody else. Yeah. That was super, super first.
1: So then what made you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to do this as my full-time job?
0: Once I started getting orders and once I was able to buy a four-color silver press and a flash, just a black Chinese flash. Oh, well, it wasn't the Chinese one. It was just a black infrared flash. At that point, I felt like I was on top of the world. Right. Right. In my little shop. Right. And I would put the shirts. I had a nightstand. I would put the shirts on the nightstand, throw the flash over it, let it cure. But at that point, I could give people a product that I knew it took me a long time to make, but. It was decent enough to sell to the public
1: uh, that just snowballed into kind of where you're at now, because you kind of have a lot more going on now. Like how long ago was that?
0: Um, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, seven, eight years ago. So when I first got, when I first had um, my first shop, my screen printing shop, um, you know, I only paid 200 bucks a month for my commercial space. And I went online and I posted a thing about, you know, I'm trying to start a business. If anyone out there has some extra space that they don't need, don't use. I don't care how it looks. um, I don't have much of a budget, but I'd be more than willing to come look at it. Well, lo and behold, somebody... Contacted me and he said yeah i got some space you could come over and look at it i said all right so i go over there i'm expecting a bathroom that's what i'm expecting you know it's like i got a hundred dollar budget to spend on this it was a whole storefront to shop in the back you know glass windows glass door customers can come in so i asked him how much you want for it and i thought for sure he would say at least you know 800 900 the guy said 200 maybe it was 250 it was two or 250 a month i thought done done we're in here we're in here and that's how it started why was that? that's how the screen printing like why was he giving it to me for so cheap yeah he didn't know any better
1: i was gonna say was there like a meth house upstairs or was it in like a weird neighborhood
0: no so i think what happened to him um and i don't know much about him to be honest with you i do know that he never paid the bills which is why the sheriffs came and shut off the heat downstairs that were in the boilers um but anyways um he had a giant building i think he was one of them guys that bought like a development project you know they'll sell a development project for a thousand bucks and they'll say over the next couple of years you have to invest this much into it well i think he bought it didn't have the money to invest into it and was pretty much just squatting in the building himself because he lived upstairs so we thought I could take a couple hundred extra bucks. Right. It wasn't a glamorous building by any means. You know, it was old, dumpy, um, quite a bit going on. But I, I knew nothing at the time. I just needed right. a place. That's
1: all I it got you to where you are now. Is that the jump from there to where you are now? Or was there multiple jumps?
0: Yeah. No, if that wouldn't happened, I wouldn't be here at all. There's no doubt in my mind. Cause we wouldn't have had a place to get started out of, or I, I could have gotten here somehow else doing it in my garage, my bathroom, whatever. But I don't know. I, I think that was definitely the break that made it possible. Cause we were able, I was able to accumulate a big customer base in that little building.
1: Right. Was it all local stuff?
0: All local stuff. Yeah. Still today it is. We ship out a package, I don't know, three a week. we we're not really? big on No. Nah, yeah. And when we ship them out, they're not too far. They're going 50 miles.
1: Right. Well, that's awesome, though, that you have enough <laughs> business in where you are in Wisconsin to have the size shop that you have now.
0: Well, we're right in between Milwaukee and Chicago. And really, I mean, there's plenty of people that we have a population of 80,000. So we got quite a few big businesses around here and things yeah, like yeah. that. That's plenty. You know, what else do I need? Yeah. Unless you want to grow and, and you want 30 automatics in your shop. I, I don't really strive for that. Yeah. I like my shop the way it is. This is our fourth location. We've been in four different buildings. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the first building, the one I was just telling you guys about, um, what happened was the sheriff's came and shut off the boiler downstairs. So there's no heat wintertime. We pretty much froze to death. We were burning a propane heater just to keep warm ourselves. But then by the time spring came around, the pipes, boom, they all burst in a building. So we had to get out. Why of would there. they shut the heat off? Just to try to get you out of there? Uh, no, because the heat was in his name. He the, It was a boiler, so it did the mm-hmm. whole building yeah. and he wasn't paying the bill. So finally the sheriffs came and cut it off. It was at that time, it's like, okay, we gotta go. You know, Wonderful. obviously it's out. So then we So then we had to scram to get a new very small spot. Um, however, that spot was very on a busy corner sat there for, I don't know, years. that's where I bought my first automatic, the Brown, <laughs> the Brown electroprint. print. Um, and then we moved into a warehouse dusty, nasty. And now we're in this, nicer warehouse and
1: i was gonna say the one you're in looks really nice it's nice and white and bright
0: yeah yeah this one part of town people are comfortable coming here
1: nice that always works out good
0: yeah definitely
1: um the question i had that i've been struggling with the last week is just because i'm in like a little bit of a lull and i generally have bigger bigger picture projects to work on and I'm just, I don't know, for some, some reason this week, I've just been like not motivated. Like I, I don't know if I'm not getting enough sleep or what, but like, I'm just sitting at my desk and I'm like doing tasks, but like, there's these things that I know I need to do that. I'm just like, I I don't have it in me to do this right now. So I more or less wanted to ask you guys what you're doing to stay motivated to get that next task done. Cause for me, it's like, I need a kick in the ass to be like, all right, let's do this next thing. So I didn't know if you guys have something where you're like yeah. incentivizing yourself or if you're just kind of like, Andy, what do you do?
2: Um, Do you think it has anything to do with, you know, like weather, like crummy weather? Sometimes, you know, seasonal. I
1: was going to say it might be seasonal depression, but I think it's also just because like, I prefer being busy as fuck all day. You know, like I prefer days when it's like I got 100 things I got to do and then I know I'm like, well, I've got to do this to get to this to get to this and so on. But then when I walk in and it's like I really don't have anything I have to do today, then I end up just like scrolling Instagram and then I do an email and then I go back to Instagram and then I do this or I get up and I get some iced tea and then I do this. It's like I just want to fucking sit down and put my headphones in and like knock out a big project or like make an email blast or do this marketing stuff i want to do or whatever and i'm just not this week i'm just not fucking there dude like i feel like i just need to i need andy to yell at me and tell me to get to work or something i don't know
0: well how's your how's your guys' schedule been have you guys been really busy or it means
1: january you
0: know, really? well it's not january
1: yeah. it's february
0: um It's just
1: that time of year. Like we do have some big projects going on, but there's, it's things that are, I don't know, I guess like self-contained and like it's not really needing anybody's attention. It's,
0: we know what we gotta do,
1: it's on the schedule. They're printing it. If anything, we're ahead of schedule. There's nothing really to do. It's just kind of like they're printing and they're working a full day and going home. And I'm not really involved with that anymore. Like, I'm more like, okay, what do I need to do to grow the company or get bigger new clients in here or whatever, so that's what I mean. Like I come in and I I want this like artistic creative space to be like, oh, I wanna do this thing or whatever. And I don't know, I'm in like a writer's block kind of thing where- It happens. I need to, I need to travel or something and just get motivated to come back and do more shit.
0: Well, how long you've owned your business for? How long?
1: I've been doing the merch game for the last seventeen years.
0: Oh, that's a long time. Well, yeah, of course you've had to have things going <laughs> on. You know what I mean? I mean, I got stuff this, to do. It's yeah. Just, I don't
1: know. I,
0: but it's yeah. I mean, it, you know, you're doing the same thing for so long.
1: I um, need a shiny object to to get me there.
0: You know, sometimes like, um, so I just bought a brand new embroidery machine, brand new 24. I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like you got to take a, a leap of some sort. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go out and spend a bunch of money I shouldn't be spending or make so myself uncomfortable. you're telling me to go spend a bunch of money. Yeah, make myself uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, yeah. in some way, shape or form. Uh, start exploring something that maybe I hadn't thought of. Yesterday? I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I have the same I thing.
2: Though. I, I think that's good advice. I, um, I think that that's an option. That's like one option yeah. that would work. You're right. When you make yourself uncomfortable, then like you're saying, maybe Dylan's gotten too comfortable and he needs to do something that puts him out of his comfort zone and gets him going uh, for some on some other path. But I think the, also that, you know, ebb and flows are just part of life. I think that, Absolutely, it's yeah. difficult to remain, um, inspired or have, you know, pedal to the metal, full energy all the time. And mm-hmm. I don't know if even that's healthy. I mean, I've been stuck in like go mode, or I have been in the past stuck been stuck in go mode where I just burn out. And I think that's, that's no good. And maybe you're experiencing a little of that too, burnout. And so that's, yeah. and, and you're so used to being so busy and doing all of those things and having all those projects. And so now you're like, well, what do I do now? And I think that I think that's okay. I think it's maybe healthy. I think it's natural part of just your, you know, your life. And, you know, I think I said this last time or the, in the past couple episodes or something, and that is, is that this shop isn't everything, you know? Yeah, it's important. Uh, and it's rewarding and it keeps us, you know, it gives us stuff to do and it, and we get excited about it. But this entrepreneurial journey is a crazy one you know, and, and it's, it's difficult. And I think it's probably healthy mentally to slow down and just, and you call it being in a funk, but I don't think so. I think maybe you're just like, look, I'm just going to chill out and not, not work on stuff for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, the day will come and who knows what'll, you know, get you fired up but something will, and, and, and you'll just, and you'll, and it'll be happening. I don't think we should be, you know, don't feel guilty or don't beat yourself up because you know, it's just, it's just not happening for you right now. Joanne's going through this, you know, shows, so she is, she has this art show and she has the dates, but she hasn't created a single piece of art yet because she's trying to find what that is. You know, once she, once she has it, she's like really fantastic about, you know, like being all in and churning them out. She like nothing, loves nothing more. She'll just go down into the basement and she doesn't come up until I tell her it's okay to come up and, no, just kidding no she goes out to the basement slide and a meal she, under the door <laughs> and and she, and I'm like Joanne come up come up and eat you know she's like well in a minute and so she just loves you know when she's working she loves being in that sort of zone but right now she she has a artist's block and yeah. if you try too hard if you try to force it I think that's that's not going to work I think I think that's,
1: that's just where I'm at though I think like creative like like there's a couple things I really want to do and I just don't have the creativeness right now to be like, Oh, I want to make this designed email or this fucking like, even I was coming, I was talking to you guys last week. I think about like a good, better, best thing, or a, you know, a one color special or whatever. And like part of that is making a graphic for it to post or whatever. And it's like, it's so far out of my mind. I don't want to fucking do that right now. Like, I don't want to sit down and try to make this graphic or something like I just don't like I'm not motivated to do that at all. And that's where I'm at a standstill with a lot of this stuff is I just don't have the creative juices to like do that. I want to be like, is there any graphic designers out there that like want to do this for me so that I can move on to the next thing? Um, But I don't know. I guess I, I guess I need to take both of your advice and put myself in an uncomfortable position or just like you said, just live in it for a week until I'm just out of it, I guess, or I'm sick of being in that spot.
0: Yeah. Let it pass. Let it pass. Let it pass.
1: What was your thing, Andy, that you wanted to talk about?
2: I was thinking about, um, the other day I noticed that, you know, do you ever, after you have a conversation with someone, And let's say maybe you noticed it didn't like you didn't express yourself um, as good as you could have. And so you're, you know, maybe it's that night, you're sort of like replaying that conversation in your head. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe I could have put it like that or or whatever. I could have put it like a different way. Do you replay those in your head? And then
1: all day, every day.
2: (laughs) And then, I mean, you can act on it so you can say you can actually text that person or even call them and say, Hey, you know, when I, we were talking the other day, I should have said this, or I should have said that. Or you could just be prepared for the next time, you know, like you're in your head, you're like, Oh, the next time I'm in that situation, I'm going to, I'm not going to say that or whatever. You know what I mean? So like, I, mm-hmm. I found myself replaying a lot of things lately in my head and saying, Oh, well, it's just like trying to be insightful and say, Oh, I think, I think I'll do it different next time or something. And I, and what was funny, was, I was talking to this person last night and because we had just had a conversation on Sunday. And I was like, you know, um, by the way, I, I, there was this thing we were talking about and I probably shouldn't have, probably just shouldn't have said that. And they said, you know, I I went and I got in my car and I thought the same thing. Like I shouldn't have responded. When you said that, I shouldn't have responded that way. I should have, I wish I would have responded differently. And so we were both thinking like that that conversation wasn't perfect. Yet we we didn't say anything to each other until like a few days later, you know? And so it's just interesting, I think our how conversations can go. And I find myself these days, anyway, um, replaying a lot of them and, and trying to, trying to be better, you know, try not to be such a dick.
1: <laughs> you got a long way to go. I'm <laughs> here for you.
2: Mm. So do you, does that happen to you
0: guys too? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. I've had people come in and talk to me and not come back. By the same sense, I've had people come in and talk to me and come back. So... I don't know if I think about it too much when I leave. I probably do. Um, I'm always trying to think of how I can, how can I do something better? How can I get to the next space? It's not easy doing this.
1: I, I feel like I, I always play those scenarios in my head when it's an argument. Like, it, like if it was like a married argument or a, uh, Talk I had to have with someone like I'll play whole scenarios in my mind of like how this is going to play out and a lot of times like I know you're talking about after the fact but a lot of times for me it's before. So like say I'm going for a walk in the morning I know later that day I'm supposed to have a talk with somebody about something like I will literally have that entire conversation back and forth in my own head. So that way, when it happens, like I already have like one liners or That's I already right. have yeah. like fuck yous, like ready to go that I've already thought through to where I'm kind of prepared in that sense, but it like you to, the, to your point is like, I'll always have that too of like, I'll replay that argument or that talk or whatever in my head after the fact, and am like, fuck, I wish I said this or like, mm. this would have been way better or whatever. And then, yeah, I think it's just your body like your brain queuing you up for the next time you know what i mean like you're better prepared next time to not say stupid shit or (laughs) whatever my problem is i always put my mouth
0: you could have a conversation you might say something completely different tomorrow than you would have said today or handle that situation conversation so a lot of it has to do with personal mood of the day as well
1: i think i think the biggest thing that I've learned, and this is apparently a new trend where we talk about Dylan's way of improving his life over the last year and a half is I always used to be in the mindset of if I'm in an argument or I'm in a heated discussion about something, I would always like fight it, fight it, fight it, and like make sure it was done like right then and there, there was never a sleep on it. There was never like a pause. It was always like, no, we're gonna fucking hash this out now until it's over. And I always used to have that mindset. And now I'm not like, I'm more, we're both angry or we're both in a situation right now where we're stressed out or whatever. Let's table this and then like come back to it when we are like cooled off and we're not in a state of like fight or flight or whatever. And things are so much better now having conversations that way because we get some shit out we walk away we come back a couple hours later and it's like you know i and the the key part of that is apologizing for shit you fucked up about or said wrong or whatever like andy said to talked to that person and was like you know i shouldn't have said it this way and then that other person was like yeah well i shouldn't have responded that way like you don't do that in the middle of an argument you're not in the heat of it. And you're like, you know, I, I'm sorry that I actually said, cause it's never real. It's always mm-hmm. like, well, I guess I'm sorry. I fucking pissed you off or whatever. It's, it's not like a genuine, like, I really shouldn't have said that. I was wrong about this. You're right. You did this a different way. Like, it's just one of those things. Now I know to like, actually think about what that person's saying or put myself in that person's shoes and then come back with, did I handle this correctly or did I not? And if I didn't, then I need to apologize for it. So I like I that. I think I think you it's really important. need to think through things.
2: I like that too. Yeah, I think it's important or maybe it's a good idea to, you know, I was sort of referring to post conversation reflection, but you're um you're talking about like this pre conversation too. And I think that's a great idea. Or also like if there's ever if you're ever hot, like it's terrible to come in hot and then to to a situation yeah. because then you're you know there's emotion it's it not needs really- to
1: be a discussion not a fucking yeah. screaming
2: match for sure um so i think it's i think as we grow um you know as human beings try to mature be better which we're going to be doing be nice for the whole all of our lives trying to improve ourselves and stuff i mean it's important to um i always replay conversations i notice i do a lot more these days and i want to um choose different words and stuff like that you know that but I think
1: uh, I think this also I know we're talking about personal stuff or whatever but I think this also plays into like sales and screen printing stuff too is it's kind of like well twofold it's one talking to your employees like in the moment you could be pissed off about a job getting messed up or whatever like is it better to fucking have a conversation with them right then and there or is it better to wait till tomorrow or the end of the day Mm -hmm. where you both have time to reflect. You both have time to like think through things like There's been times, Andy, where I've called you, like something's happened to me. I'll call you and talk through the whole thing. And then by the time I'm done with the conversation with you, I have a whole different mindset of what the situation was when I started, because you were like, yeah, but did you think about this? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, again, it's putting yourself in that person's shoes. It's like you have one school of thought of how things should be done, but that other person has a totally different way And you're pissed off at them because it didn't go out the way that you wanted it to when really you should sit down and think about it. I think as an owner, you need to like take the time and be like, all right, like I cannot go have a conversation with an employee about something that happened when I'm pissed off. Like I need to fucking cool down first or I need to like assess the situation because am I pissed because of outside forces or how my day is going and not the actual situation? which is most of the most of the time for me like I could be stressed out about something that has nothing to do with work at all like I could have had a bad day I could have fucking whatever and then when someone here does something bad I go off the handle and in reality I wasn't actually mad at them I was mad at just my shitty day
2: yeah it's okay um I do the same to you use me as that um person you get to come you know you call me yell at me yeah get it off your chest and then you're my punching bag yeah. Then you go to the person and you are really nice to that person. So uh, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did the same to you. In fact, I called you earlier today. Yeah, you did. Well, I wasn't like upset or I was it's just like, like an hour hey. ago. <laughs> I was like, Hey, um, this bothered me a little bit and I have to just say it so that I can say it. And then I, then it's gone. You know, like it's, yeah. the energy is gone out of me. Uh, so I think, um, we were talking about earlier of checking out this, uh, we were going to ask Screenprint GPT something.
0: Have so, you tried this yet, um, John? I have not tried uh screen print gpt i've tried chat gtp but never the screen print ones
1: our our buddy matt made one and uh basically he had it before where it was on like a paid thing and then he took on some sponsors to where he could have the website separate and it's free to everybody so you sign up you just basically ask it any screen print related question and it scrubs the internet and all the information that matt put in which is a lot and it gets you answers quickly and it's you know it's not judging you for asking a stupid question so i think it's amazing and me and andy are big advocates for this and trying to get it out there as much as possible because we believe in it so
0: oh this is the guy from printable right matthew matt Marcotte, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcotti, yeah. Marcotti, yeah. So um, we were going right, to so ask it something. Yep. Yeah.
2: Earlier, what was it? How?
1: We were talking about how you saw someone printing over a hoodie pocket, but they they like uh, web sprayed or uh, miss sprayed mm-hmm. in a pocket and then pushed it down so it wouldn't move, which I've never oh, done that's a good or idea. want that's to a good try.
0: Idea. Well, yeah, maybe it's not a good idea because then the pockets <laughs> can be all sticky. Right.
1: well my argument with this was do you wash it before you give it to the customer
0: uh, no.
1: well let's see what the screen GPT nice. says there you
2: go Dylan you want to read this
1: Yeah, so screen for gpt says printing over a hoodie pocket can be a bit challenging due to the uneven surface and the thickness of the pocket however the right technique and equipment can achieve a high quality print here are the steps to print over a hoodie pocket all right so number one is choose the right palette so it's saying to use a palette that fits the hoodie size and has a groove or a cutout where the pocket is located uh this helps to keep the printing area flat which is the most important part because having an uneven Mm -hmm. surface is what's screwing you because there's peaks and valleys and ink is falling into weird spots and whatever. So yeah, choose the right palette. Uh, number two, adjust the off-contact distance. Increase off-contact distance slightly more than you would for a flat garment. This helps to ensure the screen print makes contact with the hoodie surface without being obstructed by the pocket. An off-contact distance of about an eighth of an inch, uh, about three millimeters is a good starting point, but this may vary depending on your specific equipment and thickness of the hoodie. Uh, Number three is use a thicker ink, which I didn't know this. So that's kind of cool. I a, thicker, a thicker ink formulation is often better for printing on texture, uneven surfaces like a hoodie pocket area. This ink can cover the uneven areas more effectively without bleeding into the fabric. salt ink is commonly used for opacity and thickness. So that's kind of cool, too, because if you do use a thinner ink, then you do have more like chance of it bleeding out or falling into those valleys. So that's kind of cool. Never thought of that. Uh, consider a base layer for dark colored hoodies, applying a base layer of ink, which this one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, number five is adjust squeegee pressure and angle, which you would want to do anyway. Uh, print and print with care, print slowly and carefully ensuring even pressure across the entire design area. You may need to do a test first to adjust the pressure and angle accordingly. I love how like well articulated these are too. It's not like jumbled words where you're like, this is obviously not a real person, but like you could never tell by these answers. Uh, Number seven, cure properly. Ensure the printed hoodie is properly cured to set the ink. Due to the the thicker fabric, you need to adjust the curing time and temperature. Uh, Always check the manufacturer's recommendations. Uh, Number eight is test and adjust. Um... I think these last couple are just kind of like, hey, you should make sure like everything's dialed in the way it needs to be. But I do like the first couple. They were very helpful as far as the choose the right palette and the thickness of ink. Those are two things I didn't even, well, I knew about the palettes, but there are other ways. I mean, me and Andy, we talked about this before where it's not just palettes. Like there's people who put neoprene Mm -hmm. on top of your palette and then print on that. that So it squishes the seams down into the neoprene
2: right and you use that for like a zipper also right can you know so zippers I think or that, seams that's the thing about this um gpt screen print gpt is that it's evolving it's always evolving and so right. the more information you give it the, the the smarter it gets i guess and so it's still pretty young but i think it gave us it gave some some base points but if like i was starting if points.
1: i was a printer out in the shop and trying to be like hey i'm about to print these hoodies customer wants it over the seam I'm a little bit unsure on how I want to do this. I think even asking Screenprint GPT what it thinks of this is going to give you some tips and tricks that you might not have thought of. Right. And it's going to give you better results. So like in my case out there, if I would have done this, I wouldn't have thought of using a thicker ink. I would have just used what we would normally use. And I may have run into some issues where this might have helped me not have as many issues. So anyway, John, you should check it out. Just go sign up. Go to and It's free. Yeah, it's it's anything in our industry you want to ask it at the last. It'll give you some answers. Yeah, I'll download it. Andy, are you ready for some
2: over-unders? Yes. Today, we have three. And to kick it off, uh, so I'm going to read three things, and you just let me know if they are overrated, underrated, or properly rated. The first one is promo- products, selling Mm -hmm. promo products?
0: (laughs) You're asking me if they're over or underrated? Yeah. Yeah. I don't do it, so I'm gonna say overrated.
1: How do you feel about it though? Do you feel like you, see like for me, I think the same thing, I don't sell promo products, but it's one of those things where I, I think the reason why I don't is because I don't know enough about it. Like I'm not a master at selling promo products, but I do know a lot of people who have them as add-ons and all this other stuff. And they're always like, Oh, you're leaving money on the table and whatever. I just, it's the same. It's the same with embroidery to me. Like I'm not an embroidery person. I don't know jack shit about it. I've always farmed it out. I just don't want to pull that into my knowledge base. Like I, I feel like if I was to do promo products, I would hire someone specifically to learn everything there is to know about promo products.
0: Yeah, I never have anyone call here asking for them. Maybe if we offered them, they would, but nobody ever calls here and says, you guys, by the way, do pens, No do pens.
1: But the thing is, is I don't know if I'm, I should say this or not, but like in our chat group, we were talking about this the other day about the promo mm-hmm. products thing. And I think it was Steven was talking about a zap, where basically, someone orders shirts mm-hmm. from you, whatever, like they don't, they're not thinking mm-hmm. promo products either. They get an email a right. day later or two days later or whatever that says, we know you're in the mindset of buying merch. Like we also offer this, this, and this, and this that are promo products where basically they can now go from there to a link that, you know, they can buy some, oh yeah, I did buy shirts, but I, sh-, you know, maybe I'll look at this and I could also buy some mugs or some and pens or whatever.
2: This doesn't make you cringe. I'm sure it's
0: beneficial asking... to. Well, they're
2: already sure there, though. They're already on the hook it. at that point. Hey, yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I think a thousand percent. This, I think it's a great idea. So, yeah, as long we as. We should you're... all do
0: it. Mm-hmm. All right. But it's a, it, it's going to require, you know, it's going to require time. It's going to require staff. It's going to require, you know, it's a whole other whole nother project yeah. to take on or is it even to build like you said he <laughs> built his zap, right he built his app mm-hmm. how do you even build his app i don't know so
2: i Did think you guys that build zaps. i think here's the thing i think that if you have an automation that you mm-hmm. know it doesn't take more time right so that email automatically shoots out 48 hours after you know they picked up their order or whatever it is and so that doesn't take anything and if they click on a link and they go and purchase some coffee mugs let's just say and that you're not fulfilling that order because you we're not printing coffee mugs here but we are right. um, it's taken to the it's taking them to a different website which is coming which we actually have talked about and uh, just recently which we probably need to do a show on i'm sure steven and bruce will do one too but um there's going to be an option i think for a lot of screen printers anyway to just let their customers purchase promo products and have it not be any really extra work for that screen printing shop instead just be like a different revenue stream, I guess. And if you're interested in that, that's what I, I think I like is because I never wanted to like, I like t-shirts. I don't want to mess with pens. I don't care about pens. Right. Yeah. And so um, yeah. I don't want to mess with promo products. So, but anyway, I think that they are way underrated because it would probably help pay a few bills around here. You know what I'm saying? I
1: think I think sure. the truth of it is that we don't like to admit is I know we don't do promo products and we don't whatever, but the truth of it is a lot of the customers that we're getting or dealing with, they're buying them anyway. It's true. Like if they're not buying from you, they're buying from somewhere else. Like they might come to me for t-shirts, but then they're going online somewhere else and buying all kinds of shit, like bags and like whatever else. And there's a huge company we deal with. That's like a million dollar customer for us or whatever. And I feel like 60% of what they would want to order is promo products. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're giving away like bags to every new employee that's got like a backpack with, you know, notepads and pens and it's got a shirt in it or a hat and we do the shirts and hats. But there's 10 other items in this right, bag. Right, but they got all kinds of trinkets. Yeah. Right, there's 10 other items in this bag that they get or they do a lot of these like job fair things or this and that where they they need fucking stress balls and like all this other bullshit that they hand out and it's like, mm-hmm. we're missing out on all that just because we don't offer it. Someone else is doing it but if they could come to us and go to a separate website, order everything, and then they know it's not fulfilled by us, but they can get it all done from one place, technically, yeah. they'd be more likely to do that.
2: One-stop shop. Um, guys, I have- you need a, uh, But you need
0: that automatic way to get in there. I yeah. like that. So if somebody has the automatic way that they can offer us to do that, mm-hmm. then great. Right.
1: But that, that's what we're talking know, about. I don't want to yeah.
0: show somebody. Yeah, I don't want to personally <clears> email someone you know twenty
2: four different
0: styles of pens, yeah I agree, and that's the only like point you. I'm trying to make extra revenue is extra revenue
2: yeah. I'm with you I'm with you there i don't I don't want to mess with it either. Our next over under is number two grilled cheese. I love grilled cheese <laughs> i'm
1: I don't feel like I normally would eat a would just eat a grilled cheese sandwich by itself. I will eat a grilled cheese if I can dip it in a stew or a soup or something, which we all know how I feel about soup. But if I'm just using soup as a broth to suck up into my grilled cheese, then I will do that. (laughs) I do like a hot ham and cheese. Mm. It's like basically grilled cheese with ham in it. But just to order, like go somewhere or whatever, or just be at home and eat just a grilled cheese sandwich. It probably won't happen.
2: Well, um, I think you're missing out. They're underrated. I had a grilled cheese last night and with I had with roasted tomato Trader Joe's soup, it was delicious.
1: Yeah, you have to have the two together.
2: Mm. The last question.
1: Okay. Yeah. Ask it. It's your question.
2: Oh it <laughs> so what's for dinner, guys?
0: <laughs> I had no idea what's for dinner until I get home. Usually. Mm-hmm. What's today? Wednesday? Yep. I had to guess, spaghetti or some type of pasta.
1: Do you have like a set every night of
0: the week? Is this a specific meal? Ah, uh, no, but she, you know we haven't had spaghetti or pasta in a while. She made pot roast last night. I think we had tacos on Monday. I would I would guess some sort of pasta is coming tonight.
1: Yeah, I grew up in a tonight. household where it was like Monday was this meal, Tuesday was this meal, Wednesday was this meal. It was like the same every week. Mm. Six o'clock on the table, I knew what I was having.
0: If I had my choice, it would be steak and tacos every single night. <laughs> I, I eat like steak a Steak tacos tin.
1: every night, yeah. yeah.
0: Every night, I eat like a simpleton. It's steak or steak tacos, I'd be perfectly fine. I'm gonna try to
1: go to this place called Harry Tony's in Cortland. Uh, it's like a bar that has really good food. I'm gonna try to go there tonight right before I go get tattooed. So I need to eat some sustenance before I go get poked. Oh yeah. If I don't eat, I feel woozy. What are you to Like a little baby tattooed? boy. I'm um, actually getting a shirt show tattoo tonight.
0: Are you really nice? Mm-hmm. Nice. Is Andy getting one too?
1: No. Well, uh, right? he's given me the, he's given me the stink eye, but like the last couple times we've hung out, we've said, let's go get tattoos tonight. And then we never yeah. do. And I want it and I have the opportunity to go. So the thing is I'm going for another tattoo. Like that's uh, not the shirt show one, but the shirt show one is so small and like easy that I was just like, throw this in too. <sighs> And he was like yeah no problem so um that's what i'm gonna do because it means so much to me that i want to put it on my body forever andy mm-hmm.
2: well that means a lot to me so mm-hmm. that's, that's
0: you know coming from me this is you guys have a fantastic show here there's Thank a you. lot of people that tune into it i mean i love it. you you know i've listened to almost every single episode um, i'm sorry no don't be Be (laughs) sorry be sorry for my wife and children because they got to listen to it too
1: that's true yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) also we're riding somewhere they're like god i want to hear about you i'm not trying
1: to i'm not trying to puff us up in any way but we do have multiple people like that though where they don't have anything to do with printing they just listen to it because their significant other listens to it and Mm -hmm. i feel like i hear from them quite often where they just are involved in the show because it's their show it's like it's like when um your significant other watches a show where you're just like that's so stupid i would never watch this like some fucking trash tv thing or whatever but then you get sucked in Mm -hmm. and now you know everything about it too because it's just something that's always played in your house yep that's what it's like
0: yeah we listen to all of them (laughs) when are you going to get your tattoo andy
2: uh, well, I'm yeah. going to wait until Dylan's there, so... Gotcha. let see, I'll probably... Right. I guess the next time we see each other... I'll get a picture
1: I, I, of you if you get a picture of me.
2: There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, look, um, I'm having chicken nuggets tonight, and it's Costco's yes. chicken nuggets, so you know they're good. And um, there'll be some sort of vegetable with it. But thanks for coming on. It was great talking to you. Thanks for sharing your story. I've never heard of any hoes Mesh. But. It wasn't actually pantyhose, but it was something. <laughs> a similar yes, it material. Was. I've got, picture it. I've got a picture of
1: it. I've got a picture
0: of it on my thing.
1: Mm-hmm. We appreciate it, man. Have a good rest All of your right, day. Gents. We'll talk to you later.
0: Thanks.